welcome to the Soar Community Network podcast with your host, Mali Ponpadit. Here, inside our community, we help each other see, own, articulate, and release our unique message and mission into the world. Uncover your gifts and talents, release your passions, own your purpose, and let's soar together. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the SOAR Community Network podcast. Today, we have Mark Allen, who has become quite a wonderful friend of mine. He is the host and executive director for the Late Night Health Program. He is also award-winning. He has 20 years of television Uh, experience. He's been a host, a reporter, a producer. He's worked on reality shows, game shows, and many other fun, fun projects. And we welcome you, Mark, to the show. Molly, thank you for having me. uh, I've been looking forward to this for a long time. Thank you. Well, it's an honor to have you here. I'd love to start by asking you about the um, really just the desire for you to express yourself and why you chose television and radio and, you know, where did that all come from? You know, I'm not really sure. Um, <laughs> it, it's interesting. Uh, all my life, as, as, even as a little kid, I always wanted to be a doctor and I... I just I didn't have the I hate to say brains, but I just didn't have have it to be a doc. Uh, the kind of doctor I wanted to be would be a, a Marcus Welby guy who always solved the problem and who never had a patient die. And somewhere, I guess, in high school, I something snapped and I, I, I changed courses and, and I, I decided to go into some form of communication. Was there and, a moment when that happened? Did something uh, light you up to say, Hey, I'm going to change course now, or did this gradually happen over time? Well, I think it was uh, gradual over time, uh, because what I had a, a wonderful speech teacher, uh, George Woods, uh, in high school and I was on the debate team and I was on the forensics team and I was excelling in things like that. Um, but you get me into chemistry and physics and math. Oh boy. (laughs) They hit me like a brick and I just, I couldn't put my arms around it. And so I realized I wouldn't have reached that dream. And yet the dream was all about helping people and my communication skills are all about helping people. I mean, all right, when you do an infomercial and you're selling a Dicer Slicer, you're really helping people because it's a new product that helps them in the kitchen and makes dinner fast. I'm trying to think. Uh, uh, Almost everything I do is designed to help people. And I try to find products and projects that do that, which is how Late Night Health happened. Mm. Now, how long has it been running? Late Night Health has been on the air for four years. Interesting story. I had a health issue. 
uh, myself, fortunately, was relatively minor, but one that almost everybody can relate to. My back went out. I woke up and I was bent over at an almost 90 degree angle and hobbled into the shower and went to my chiropractor and I was fine after the adjustment, after the treatment. Three days later, I woke up and the same thing happened. The third time it happened. And then I think the third or fourth time, my wife said to me, I want you to go to a, another doctor and handed me um, information, uh, you know, the contact information and insisted that I go. Well, go I did. And the doctor's uh, comments to me were, uh, you screwed up your back. I'm going to give you three choices to treat it. I'll give you a shot. It won't make the problem go away. You'll feel better. I'll give you drugs. You won't be able to work or think because you'll be knocked out. I'm such a sensitive guy. <laughs> and uh, the third was physical therapy. So I took the PT. But after the third or fourth visit, um, you don't mind if I blast somebody, do you? No, it's fine. Anthem Blue Cross uh, denied the claim, saying that it was a um, reoccurring problem. I'd never been to physical therapy before. I never had it. And they denied the claim. And as I was fighting them, first I went back to the chiropractor, which they paid for. Doesn't make sense. And I just want, I, I found all, out all kinds of things about insurance companies. They actually pay third-party companies to deny claims. That's their only reason for existence. I talked to some attorneys. They all agreed with me, but nobody wanted to go against Anthem because they're so huge. And they, they pay their CEO just huge amounts of bonus money, uh, which I'm a capitalist. I want to make money but let's not do it on the backs of others. Let's not take advantage of people. And about that time, a friend of mine, Daryl Wayne, called me up and said, what would you do if you could be on radio? And he thought I would say, do a food and restaurant show. But out of my mouth, connected to source, if you will, I said, I want to help people take charge of their health care. I want them to ask questions. There's an old joke, Molly, if you would, you and the audience would do this. Take your right arm, stick it out, and then just do like a, a, a bicep, uh, pull, like you had a weight in your hand. Mm -hmm. And just, I don't know if you can see me. We're, we're, I don't know if you have your my camera on or not. But um, anyway, I'm rolling my, doing a, a bicep pull. Yeah, I'm doing it too. Okay. And and you go to the doc and you say, doc, it hurts when I do this. Well, the old joke is don't do that. <laughs> and that's the end of it. Okay. <laughs> um, but today you go to the doctor and say, it hurts when I do this. And the doctor, depending on his or her age, will say, don't do that. The patient's response should be, why does it hurt? Mm -hmm. And most people don't ask. Yeah. And it, it, it doesn't matter what the, it, it can be anything from a headache to food allergy. It, it doesn't matter what it is. People don't question their doctors and they should. 
So that's and, what, and that's, that's how late night health started, right? So what what has been the response over the past four years? What what has been the response? And do you remember who your first guest was? And how did that all come to be? Ooh, that's a very good question. No, I don't remember who my first guest is. I've interviewed because I've been doing this. You said twenty years, and I may have fibbed a little bit in that bio that I sent you <laughs> by a few years, maybe even doubled that. Um, but I, we've had, I've personally interviewed thousands and thousands of people, financial people, uh, health people, uh, entertainers, just a wide assortment of people for late night health. We mix it up. We do everything from, uh, allopathic health, which is traditional health to alternative health. And we're the only ones who actually mix it up. We allow people to make a choice in their health care. Insurance companies don't do that. Doctors don't do that. But late night health allows people to make a choice in their health care. They can go to an energy healer or they can go to a allopathic doctor or they could do both. And why not? Mm. So... Over the years, we've had uh, we have over 400 hours of archived um, in, information and guests uh, that are evergreen, uh, archived on uh, on iTunes. Look us up, please. Uh, LateNightHealth.com, and um, and we're um, we're very excited about it. I mean. I'm interviewing we're, we're, on this week's show, for example. The, the, may I just as an example? Of course. We're talking about a woman who is extraordinarily shy, very shy, <laughs> and is now um, a world-class speaker. She talks to huge audiences and has a speaker's bureau. Uh, there's a film out uh, as we get ready for Easter in a few weeks – called Eternal Salvation. And the young woman uh, who is 10 or 11, uh, Isabel Acuda, uh, stars in the film. Uh, she and her mom are going to join us on the show. Uh, we're going to talk about Eternal Salvation, the story. Uh, we're going to talk about it's an award-winning film in the Christian marketplace. But Isabella was born with a disease. I'm not going to tell you what that is. And how her mom overcame it, um, working with doctors, and now she's a normal kid, you know, running around, dancing, and doing everything else. Uh, just all kinds of things. Another woman uh, talks about how uh, this is a friend of yours, hmm. Denise Dorfman. Yes. You know, we'll talk to her about her book, Speak Your Truth. And, um, and that's what we do. And we have a good time doing it, even though sometimes we talk about pretty hefty topics. Oh, yes. I was on your show. We did talk about some hefty topics as well. We but we, we also did. talked about the triumphant journey um, that we're all on if we choose to look at it that way. It's healthier to look at it that way, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, you, you've had quite a life, a lot of tragedy. tragedy. Most people have uh, some, not to the extent possibly that 
that you have, but it was enlightening and the way you embrace it. I mean, you're walking across that rainbow in the sky. Um, you're not dwelling on the problems that you personally have suffered. And I think that's the way to go. Thank you, Mark. Isn't that what we're here for, though, to inspire and motivate people, to give them hope? And I think that's really what I want to talk about and why I wanted you to come on the show, because, you know, a lot of folks are afraid to choose something that's really theirs to offer because they don't think that it's valuable or where, you know, who am I to dot, 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 et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And it's very inspiring to know that you had this desire at an early age, possibly to be a doctor, and then life took you on a different course. But yet, some way, somehow, you were able to merge your desires to communicate using radio and television and still cater to the things that are important to you, even back then as a child. And now you're able to help thousands, if not millions of people who tune in to the program and get support and make educated decisions and take back and empower themselves to make the right decisions about their body, their mind, and their spirit. So let's talk about that. You know, how does communication channels like television and radio really um, spread messages and make an impact? I definitely want to talk about that because now more than ever, we're able to do that as individuals. You don't have to have a huge contract or be a quote-unquote celebrity to have a platform. Right. Uh, though that wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't uh, I be can bad. see that now the Molly and Mark show. <laughs> um, and uh, weekly guests. Oh, this could be good. TV, speaking. Anyway, I digress. <laughs> um, I think that I think that that today with everything that's going on in the world, and I think a lot of there's a lot of positivity going on in the world. But let's let's take a look at, at the movies that are coming out. And let's take a look at the TV shows that are airing and are popular. Uh, think of superheroes, you know, Superman and Batman, who we know will become good friends at the end of the movie. They have to or I'll cry. <laughs> um, it's, it's good versus good in, that, in this case. And, and I think that, that uh, all the superheroes are there to help Spidey. Spider-Man, uh, Arrow, um, The Flash, all of them are there to, in quotes, get the bad guys. It shows that human nature really is all about the good. That's, that's, what, that's my takeaway from all of these superheroes. Yeah, it'd be great to fly. It would be great to be able to have x-ray vision and maybe see things or hear things or whatever. But the bottom line is all of these heroes are there to help protect others. What kind of hero are you, Mark? Oh, I don't know if I'm a hero. <laughs> You're more of a hero than I am. I think we all have a special purpose. And I definitely think that you have that. I think the ability to communicate is so powerful and you've been able to pursue something that you love. I mean, talk about that. Let's go through all the different kinds of projects um, in your lifetime. You've been on television. How has that been a positive uh, thing for you and, and the community you serve? You've now, you're now on radio. Um, what do you do all this for? 
Well, I do it to make a living. Of course, try. absolutely. Um, right, that's that is important. Uh, but there's more to it than that. When somebody tells me, "Gee, what a good interview you did! You made my day." Uh, this last weekend, I was at something called uh, uh, Natural Products Expo West, and it's there were. M- more than 70,000. I knew I forgot to do something, <laughs> right? Hold on. And um, more than 70,000 people attended this event. And it was all about uh, everything from clothing to um, uh, vitamins. All right? That are natural, that, that, that are real. We, I attended a press briefing on labeling, even though it says organic, some people just slap a label on it. It may not be, which is terrible. What a horrible thing to do to people. And these people were there for the most part to share their expertise from probiotics, uh, a company called BioK, which is a personal product that that uh, that I love and I'll tell you a story about the BioK people in a minute uh, to uh, people who are selling clothing that have have, have no uh, 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 dyes in it that could be carcinogenic I mean it's just an amazing show uh, so I'm walking down an aisle and I stop at BioK I've used the product um, and the marketing director and I start talking and it turns out he was a board operator of mine at a radio station we figured somewhere around 35 to 40 years ago and I haven't seen him since so it was and 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 so um, every most people who were there are there to to help the planet I mean, uh, they had a daily yoga thing. I wish I'd gone to that uh, uh, for 90 minutes every day. They, they had meditation. They, it, it was just an amazing weekend. Um, and it shows that people want to be better. They want to eat better. They want to live better. Um, and that's what, that's what uh, you know, that's what life is all about, to always be better, to reach for your dreams. So, Mark, your show is called The Late Night Health Show, and I really want to ask you, how do you stay healthy? How do you stay healthy mentally, emotionally, physically? Oh, boy. <laughs> what, what, what are some of the, the things that help you stay centered? Because you do have a lot going on. I mean, we're all out there trying to make a difference, trying to make a living, multiple projects going on at one time. How do you do it? How do you manage it all? You know, I you just do. Um, you know... Sometimes life gets in the way. You get frustrated. Uh, you you don't know what you know. You don't know which way to turn. Um, you know technical issues with radio. We've had that. Uh, we just had a phone ring. I thought I had turned off the ringer. You know it it happens. Um, <laughs> we had. Um, uh, e- e- our show is uh, pre-recorded. Guests don't show up. What do you do? Um, and it goes on and on. I mean, there are you know little things, bumps in the road, but the end result when you walk away and say, 
gosh, that was fun. That was, you know, there's just something that lights you up. At least it does me. And uh, I just love, I love doing it. I love learning about different things. I love learning about different parts of life that I may not have known about. Where would you like this program to go? Where would you like your career um, as the producer of this particular show and a host to go? I mean, you just launched on iTunes this year, and it's been a phenomenal success in terms of people you're reaching and downloads and interests and comments. So, you know, I'm sure that you're excited. And do you, has, that, has that changed your vision for the show? Um. Even when we started the show, I've always thought that Late Night Health could be a TV show. So, though I'm not working on that right now, we're working with, uh, uh, you know, people like you to learn about how to explode the show. And by explode the show, to reach more people. Uh, When I was at the expo, people would come up to me and say, you know, what you're doing is great because we are unique. There are a lot of radio shows out there that talk about health. Most of them are designed to feature one point of view. Mm-hmm. And that's the point of view of a doctor or a healthcare provider of one kind or another. Chiropractor, dentist, um, I know massage therapists. I mean, it goes on and on. All these healthcare people. Our show is unique because I am not a healthcare provider. I'm a consumer, a health consumer. I go to the doctor and just like everybody else, uh, I put one leg in my pant in, in in my pants at a time. I've tried putting both in at once. It doesn't work for me. <laughs> and um, uh, and so I'm the every person, if you will, to use a, an old theatrical expression. And I try to ask questions that people will respond to. And it's just an easy kind of a conversation. You were on it a few weeks ago. And um, we have to post you. I think, I think you're the one I had a – I have to post Molly um, who – you know, what you're doing is, is, is a delight uh, to people, learning about business and – and other people and to learn about you was amazing how you got through everything that's gone through in your life. I do that every day and it's, it's fun. So I guess that really leads up to having fun, having fun, being in flow, finding your bliss. So many of us have gone through so much in life. I mean, it's just a part of life, the the day-to-day routines, the responsibilities, the things that happen, you know, in the world that we can't change or avoid, at least at this point in time, the news we watch, a lot of darkness, a lot of heaviness. And it's really important for us to really think about what we're able to hold on to energetically and what we can release so that we can stay healthy. Now, you talked about 
you love what you do, you're happy, you're, you know, you're blissful. Was that something you had to work on? Or have you always had this innate default in you to, to choose optimism and happy? Is that you something know, you it, have to work on and build up? I'm going to share something with you. I won an award in the fifth grade for smiling. <laughs> and my mother was angry with me. Why? Because somebody else got an award for math, somebody else for history, somebody else got an award for being dramatic, and I got one for always having a happy face, smiling face. And I teach, um, I do uh, media training, which is how to how to present to people, and I work with 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 other broadcasters. I work with uh, a lot of CEOs of companies. I have a publisher, work with somebody from Germany. And <laughs> smiling is the most important thing a person can do. Uh, if you don't smile, it doesn't show, shine through your voice. And that really upset me at the time. And as I look back on it, my mom was wrong. And, you know, I love mom. She was great. Uh, she did the best as she could do as we all do with our kids and I think smiling is great I'm proud of that award I wish I still had it I, I don't don't know where it is wasn't overly fond of the teacher but that's another story smiling and being happy should be innate it not it's not always how do you encourage people in your life to choose joy and bliss and love in the midst of, you know, maybe some tough times. How do you encourage that? Do you um, share and can you share insights with our listeners about ways in which we can choose that higher self? Uh, I believe that there is something bigger than us. And I tell people that all the time, that um, that being bigger than what we we are is very important uh, or thinking about something that's that's more than just us uh, i've met doctors i've met scientists who believe in a higher force it doesn't matter if it's the universe god um, jesus mohammed i mean it doesn't matter what you call it uh, buddha i think that that having that connection to something greater than oneself is very important. And it's, I've always done it without knowing it. I think, I don't know if I told you, and I did it before we started. I close my eyes. And before I do every show, I close my eyes. Sometimes I reach up to the sky. Sometimes I don't. And, um, what I do is I ask for a great show. And most of the time that happens. And ask to help people and to make it listenable and fun. Do you think that people really take to heart what we're putting out there? Or do you think that it's just another piece of content that gets shuffled in the mix and how do you intentionally make sure that we're being heard 
and that people can be transformed by what we have to offer. And I only share that because, you know, we spend a lot of time working with businesses and brands about social media and content and getting loyalty and engagement with the content and the messages. And most of our clients, if they're not really marketing savvy, have a fear that it's just a waste of time. Right. It's, it's very interesting. There's always somebody listening. And you can tell that because if you, you know, you mess up on the air, um, somebody will let you know that you've messed up. It's like writing. I used to write a, 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 I'm a big foodie. You and I have talked about that. Yes. And so I used to, I was a restaurant critic for years. And I, if I did a grammatical mistake in my article, boy, would people know about I would know about that I'd get get that um, late night help uh, has a newsletter um, and uh, every now and then I do not run it by my copy editors my wife and my daughter and there will be <laughs> mistakes in there uh, grammatical spelling um, and I don't mean for them to be there but people will let me know and that's good. That's that, so. That's one way, being on a negative way. The other is, when I get an email that says your show really helped me. We did a show on on um, hospice a few weeks ago, and um, I always thought hospice was nonprofit. Guess what? Big business. Death is big business in this country. And it was more than surprising. It was shocking. Hmm. And, and, and I, 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 I was, I was, anyway, we got, the response was, you know, my uncle went into hospice and was given three months to live and he died in three days. Uh, and it turns out due to poor care. It means I did my job. Right. is what it means. We we connected with somebody. And that's what we try to do. Uh, and it seems, and it seems sorry, to me ahead. you have, a, a, you have a, a strong team. It's not just you. Can you talk about your team and, and how, yes. how do they make it, you know, so that your job is easy and that you can really shine the light on your guests and get the message and educate those listening? Well, actually, uh, they they try to make it harder on me. My team is uh, somewhat. Um, no, my team is great. Um, uh, it's it, it's a small group of people. Uh, I'll mention them: uh, the insane Daryl Wayne, who's a very popular Los Angeles area uh, disc jockey. Uh, he was an air talent uh, on K Rock Radio. He helped format the freeform uh, album rock and roll that was popular and is still popular. Uh, we met and we just were in instant friends. Um, recently, about a year ago, a gentleman that I worked with 35 years ago came aboard and helps us a little bit with Facebook. Uh, he was a radio producer and uh, engineer 
we have uh, an outside marketing guy. His name is Bill Frank, who assists me from time to time. And then um, Lead Dog Advertising in, uh, with Becca and Dave Burge, B-U-R-G-E, uh, handle uh, our internet and our web design. We've recently gone, re- revamped our, our, our site. It's much more user-friendly. Um, they've done a magnificent job on it. We're all looking to reach more people uh, and monetize the site. I would say that half of my my week uh, each week is is finding guests and, and finding topics that are interesting, and and that's you know that's what, what I do. The rest of the time, I'm working in video or other audio production, and looking looking for clients of a variety of kinds. Uh, you and I have synergy in that you're both a producer and a social media expert, and I'm looking forward to hosting stuff for you. <laughs> That's really that fun. was my sales pitch, uh, <laughs> Molly. That's really fun. Well, let me uh, share this with you. I think that the world of social media and media, digital media, video, audio, etc., is really the wave of where we're going to be able to pass along a lot of messaging to the right people and to a global audience. And it's really important that for those who are interested in getting their messages out there, I really wanted them to uh, get to know you and uh, let them know that it's possible to reach millions of people. It takes a lot of hard work and it yes, takes it a team to, to get it done, but it can happen and you can really impact a lot of lives. So I want to thank you for letting our listeners who are interested in going that route to know that it's possible because you're doing it and you're quite successful doing it. Um, I also would love to have you share with our listeners what are some of the uh, most memorable um, projects you've worked on, whether it's television or radio or what have you. I know I turned that off. This is going to be a fun podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I've worked on so many different things. Uh, uh, The kinds of things that that I have worked on that – mean something to me are 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 projects that well i'll give you i'll give you an example we had an interview with a man whose name is um smitty and smitty would hang around the station because he wanted to get into radio he wanted to do voiceovers and he came over to my studio and we we, 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 you know, very nice man. All of a sudden, disappeared, and when he reappeared, he came back and he said, "I came to say goodbye." I said, "What do you mean?" He said, "I've got cancer, and they've given me two months to live." Mm. And I went, "Oh, I mean, how, you know, here's a nice guy. I didn't know him well, but," and I said to him, and he always wanted to be on radio, as I said. So I said, "Smitty, come back next week." Let me interview you. Would you mind? And he um, came back. We talked about his life. We talked about being diagnosed with cancer, sitting across from the doctor, um, the prognosis. It was one of the hardest interviews I've ever done. And after he passed, 
his best friend called me um, to say that Smitty kept saying, I'm on radio. Mark put me on radio. Wow. Wow. I'm getting teary. Um, it's been about two years. And that that's one that just stands out in my mind from Late Night Health. And it is on our website someplace. I think I don't know how to find it. Right. And if you look, go to latenighthealth.com. I think if you, you typed in Smitty, I think you'll find it. And if not, a, you can always send me a note and I'll, I'll find it. I think that's it, a great way. It was way. a great interview. Yeah, I think that's a great way to, to kind of tie into uh, the impact that we have by doing what we do and choosing to do what we do. Whatever what we do looks like. You know, it could be radio, could be television, could be writing your blogs, it could be your everyday actions that you take, being kind to someone, being compassionate. It could be the donations you give to causes, whatever it is. Um, you know, the, the message for the SOAR Community Networks podcast is really that we each have a role in this life. And we want to use our gifts and our talents. And if we don't quite know uh, or have revealed that to ourselves, what our truest gifts and our talents are. Once we do, it makes really mapping out your calling and your ultimate purpose uh, so much easier. And you get to help and contribute and change so many lives. So thank you, Mark, for being true to what makes you happy. And in turn, uh, inspiring others to take uh, their health seriously their mental health, their emotional health, their physical health, and to learn from others that you have on the show. And you get to be that catalyst. You get to be that conduit for that and you and your team. So it's a, it's you know very important to acknowledge that the decisions we make uh, do impact so many people, whether we know it or not. I made, I, mean, I left one person off my team. Who is that? You. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, Mark. Appreciate that. Well, we're coming uh, down to the close of the interview, and I would love for you to share with our listeners how they can reach you, how can learn more about you. You mentioned your website, but can you give that information again and maybe an email address? Yeah, sure. Uh, uh, visit us at latenighthealth.com, latenighthealth.com. Uh, there's a big uh, button that says iTunes. That's how you can listen to us. Uh, you know, anytime you want uh, on your iPhone, iPad, i i anything or Android <laughs> or whatever. Um, if you would like to send me an email about any of our services that we provide or you want to be a guest on the show, uh, go to uh, the email would be info at latenighthealth.com, info at latenighthealth.com. That comes directly to me, and I answer each and every one of those. And if you're analog, um, I'm going to throw out my phone number. Is that all right? Absolutely. Please do. 805-391-0308. That's 805-391-0308. We are based in Southern California, and uh, I think it's raining outside, or will be soon, but normally it's sunny. And I always tease Molly that it's 85 degrees and she's in 20 degree below weather. I know. Washington, D.C. is warming up, though. 
We are yes. warming up. So, Mark, uh, any last words of wisdom for our listeners uh, in terms of, you know, the importance of choosing your passion and uncovering your purpose and calling and living it? I think that, that you know, take time to think about what you want to do. Don't, you know, 85% and maybe even 90% of the American people are not happy in what they do. And I think you can be happy. You should be happy. You deserve to be happy. It's, and life, while it can be a struggle, uh, looking at, at, at your life, Molly, you had, you've had a lot of struggles. I think that, that you can overcome them by being part of a, a bigger thing that, um, that you can do what you want, find out what your purpose is. And that purpose can change. I wanted to be a doctor. Now I'm, you know, I'm a TV and radio guy. Um, uh, you know, three years ago, I, I picked up my camera for the first time. And now I shoot video. I am not the world's greatest camera guy. But I can help take a story and turn it into video ease. I've, always, I've done that for 40 years. But I learned a new skill. And that's something that I think is is important too, to always keep learning. That's great. Thank you so much. Always keep learning. That's a great way to close out our interview today. Thank you, Mark, for your contributions uh, to share your heart with us today. And for our listeners, again, if you have any questions and would like to be a guest on the Late Night Health or just reach out to Mark for your needs, um, please let him know. He's given you all the information so you can reach out to him. And we really appreciate um, all of you for continuing to listen to us and being a part of our community. We are all about developing and advancing legacy-driven leaders and helping to develop legacy-driven businesses. And you know where we are. and We look forward to uh, hearing from you and speaking with you and sharing with you again. So we will... See you next time, and thank you again, Mark. Thank you, Molly. Appreciate it. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of SOAR Podcast. Join us by visiting SOARcommunitynetwork.com.